Welcome to Between the Shelves, the premier Save a Library podcast. I am your host once again, Alex, and I'm joined once again by our assistant director, Tim. Hello. Our head of patron services, Morgan. Hello. And adult services librarian, Christina. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. So this is a What Are You Into episode, so we're going to talk about what we're into right now. Um, I know the last episode was all about video games, but guess what? I'm just going to be talking oh, about no. video games again. <laughs> I will definitely not be talking about video okay, games. Okay, good. We'll... I will be talking about video games. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> all right. Well, if you enjoyed our last episode, you're in for a treat. Um, I guess I'll start off. Uh, so I've been playing a game. Um, this might be a surprise to you, Tim, because the last time we spoke, I said I had sworn off this game, but Ooh, I it? couldn't stop thinking about it. I am playing Street Fighter VI. Oh, wow. Yes. That's so, like learning another language, like we mentioned in the last one. It absolutely is. So not what I thought you were going to say at no. all. Yeah. It's not a, so fighting games are not a genre I have played at all. The last fighting game I played was Street Fighter II in 1995. <laughs> and back then I was just smashing the controller to make my character do things. I was not learning how to play the game properly. Um, so I'm giving it an honest attempt now. Mm. I I love Capcom, who is the developer and publisher of this series. Good developer. They are one of my favorite video game companies out there. They are a little eccentric. All of their games are a little quirky. This one is no ex- no exception. Um, it is. Tim mentioned it's like learning a new language, and it absolutely is. I've not played a video game in recent memory that I have to like start from zero. Like none of my previous gaming experience transfers over to this game. I am literally starting at zero, and uh, it's very it's interesting. It's I've been learning a lot. I've been getting my butt handed to me constantly. <laughs> Are you do you playing any people online? I have been a little bit. I've been dipping my toe, so I keep coming back. I'll, I'll play a little. Okay, so let me get into it. So there's three modes in this game. There is. Uh, the fighting ground, which is kind of like your standard fighting game. You have an arcade mode. You can play one-on-one against random people. Then they have the battle hub, which is this like virtual arcade where you can kind of go in and hang out and play at virtual cabinets with people. And you can like vert like it's weird. It's you put down like your quarter at a machine to like claim like I'm playing next. And it's really it's weird, but it's cool. There's huh. like. You could, and if you don't want to play the games, they have, like, other games you can play, like, within Street Fighter. So if you want to just go play, like, a retro Capcom game, you can just go do that. They have, like, a DJ set, so you can, like, choose the music that everyone's hearing if oh, you want wow. to just go be the DJ for a while. That's kind of fun. It is fun. But the best part of it is the third <laughs> mode, which is called World Tour Mode. So this is the first time Street Fighter has added, like, a story mode to their game. And this is what got me to finally pull the trigger and play this game. It is an open-world role-playing game, but it's a fighting game. It's, it sounds weird, but it's set in an open world, like in a city, um, and you create, it has one of the best custom like character creators I've ever played. You can make some grotesque monsters with this <laughs> character creator. And uh, a YouTube channel that I like, and I know, Christina, you watch it too, and Morgan, uh, it's called Monster Factory. It's the... the they they just released an episode yesterday <laughs> actually where they just make the most grotesque character they can using character no creators in video games no um, middle sliders oh, is their catchphrase yeah okay and uh, so my character is he looks like a jacked hobbit 
with arms that reach down to the floor. (laughs) And it looks like if you took that character and then gave him a makeover by, like, the Zoolander crew. Like, so he has, like, a really mod, like, haircut that's, like, glossy and multicolored and everything. And he's, like, giving you, like, the Zoolander pout kind of expression. (laughs) Uh, So that's my monster that I'm playing the game with. So you, it's set in an open world, and it's a role-playing game. So, like, you fight people to gain experience, and your character gets a little bit better, and you learn new moves and stuff. So it's, like, something that I'm very comfortable with because I play role-playing games often. Um, but the you don't fight, like, monsters in the game. You just fight random people. So in the game, in this fictionalized world that they've created, like, fighting is just, like, a social kind of exchange that people have. So you can just walk up to, like, a random person and just say let's fight and they just are like awesome and then the game just creates an arena around you wherever you are at that exact point so like you can go up to like a a vendor like a hot dog stand person and just walk up and just punch them in the face and they'll be like let's do this and you just fight the the vendor right there and like the hot dog carts like in the map like it's just right there and uh it's just so silly and i've been playing it for a I don't know, maybe like six hours or something, and it's not stopped being entertaining. Mm. Like, you can just walk up to somebody who looks like they're on a cell phone call with, like, their mom, and they'll just hang up their phone call and be like, drop whatever they're doing to fight you. And it's so funny. They don't hold grudges. They're just like, that was a good fight. (laughs) Like, do you want to buy a hot dog now? It's just like, it's so funny. And it's even funnier that you just are this grotesque monster. At least I am in the game. (laughs) Um, So it's a lot of fun. So... The battle hub mode that I was talking about, you take the character you created and that's your avatar in the arcade. So when you go into this arcade, it's not like you're looking at like people in an arcade. You're looking at like, there's Shrek, there's Bart Simpson, like there's a monster with wings. Like it's just like ridiculous. It's like a Monsters Inc. sort of like arcade. So it's really, really fun. Um, and I, I've been learning the language a little bit. I, I'm getting, I'm better than what I was. I, I played probably like five or six online matches. And gotten stomped every single time. So you haven't won yet? No. But I've only played like six matches. But I'm getting better from when I started. The first match I played, I didn't even land a single punch. <laughs> like, that's how bad it was. Um, but I'm getting slightly better. I almost won the last fight. So I kind of like dip back into the arcade mode or the world tour. Improve a little bit. Then I'll go back to online. And I'm kind of like testing the waters. But uh, yeah, it's fun. So like the motto that I keep telling myself is... I'm not playing to win. I'm playing to improve. That's what I have to keep telling myself. Otherwise, I would throw my controller out the window. (laughs) Like it's so. Yeah, it's been interesting. I'm gonna. I'm giving it an earnest shot. I'm gonna keep playing it until um, a huge game that I'm looking forward to, which comes out in in August, comes out. I'm gonna give it at least until then. But games like that have a a huge learning curve. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a game that I used to play. I played it for maybe four, four or five months. Destiny Two. It's an online. It's an MMO, but it's it's a it was a shooter, first person shooter game. And the, again, you you are fighting other people, and you die. I died instantly when all the time. So it's like one of those games you kind of have to stick with it yeah. to get better, or you just stop playing, which is what I did because I just couldn't get better. So I, I I was just done with it. I peaked. Yeah, that was it. That was good. I got the most out of the game, and I moved on with my life. Yeah, I, I I I reached a there's like there's it's a very steep learning curve, but I think I've reached like a new tier. I can feel myself learning, which is important. I'm, I can feel myself improving. I'm not good like at all, but uh, I feel like I'm not I'm not smashing the buttons anymore. 
I'm actually thinking about my moves. It's almost like a a, a tick. No, is it not tic tac toe? But like a um, rock paper scissors style. I've heard. Yeah, it's like where you're balanced. Like someone does something, and you're kind of countering with something else. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. It's it's a tac. I would describe it as like a tactics game played at the fastest possible speed. <laughs> so like if somebody's doing something, there's always something that can counter it, yeah. or there's always a way to put yourself in a better, more advantaged position. But like learning all of those different scenarios is something you learn from time and experience. So that's like the the players who are very good at this game, like this is probably the only game they ever play. And they're just so good. Their reactions are milliseconds. You know, they know how to get themselves in the right position. They know what move is the best advantage for this exact space. So I don't know. It's interesting. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Is it like cross-platform? Like, are you playing against like PC? Yeah, I'm playing on that PC, but I'll play against. It'll tell you what what platform you're, you're playing, playing on. on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like, so, well, actually, no, Steam Deck's probably pretty comparable. But I know like the reaction times for like PC gamers is like insane. Sometimes it's like you can't keep up if you're on like a PlayStation or an Xbox. Yeah, I guess it depends on the genre. Like a first-person shooter, yeah, PC would have an advantage. Because they can aim better with a mouse. Than... But I guess you're still doing combos of buttons no matter what yeah. you're doing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I'm going to stick with it. So far, I haven't gotten so frustrated. But uh, I found a character that I like for playing online, Kimberly. She kind of has a style that I like. <laughs> like a fighting style that I like. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm liking it. Sticking with it. Good. Um, I have another thing to talk about, but let's, I don't want, I've talked way too much at this point. So let's hear from somebody else. Okay, I can go. So I've just been playing Final Fantasy 16. Um, I just beat it on Tuesday. So it is a little different from other Final Fantasies, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. But everyone tells me that it's more of an action game than an RPG, well, which is... But you're playing story mode, mostly? I'm playing it on story mode, okay. which means that it's like a totally different setup. Right. So story mode gives you um, a bunch of accessories to wear that changes the way combat works. So if you there's like all these rings, and one of them makes it so you don't have to make combos yourself. You can just hit the same attack button over and over and over again and it does all of the combos for you um it evades for you so you don't have to dodge things and then there's like a secondary character that you can control and one of the rings will control that character too so it made i guess a different game for me than for most other people who are playing it but um it's had like probably the best i think story of any of the recent final fantasy games so it is very clearly heavily inspired by Game of Thrones. Right. Like the whole look of it, like the time period. Um, you're playing as like an exiled prince, kind of, who um, they live in a world where people who can do magic are enslaved. And when he's exiled, he's branded as a slave um, and they brand them on the face. So that's like a big part of the game. There's also a different kind of magic, which you don't get branded for, (laughs) which is like instead of summons in this game, you have icons, which are you turn into what the summons are. So like, yeah. So like instead of, you know, summoning Shiva, you would turn into. um, But there's only one person who can turn into each icon. 
So you get to battle as them too, which changes the combat. Um, and you get these like really epic battles of like one icon versus another. Well, you said it was like kaiju giant. Yeah, so they're just like building size. Yeah, so like one of them is Bahamut, who is a giant dragon. So you fight this giant dragon with your um, icon, who is not a giant. And there's one called Titan that is even bigger than all of them. (laughs) Um, And your guy is like this big. And it's just been a lot of fun. There's a lot of great characters in it. I don't know, I beat it in like pretty quickly. Like that's all I did for... A bunch of days which just play the game like 15-ish hours 16 um i did all of the side quests too so it was probably i probably put in about 60 hours but i think you could beat the story in 30 okay but it has a weird like side quest thing going on too where like there's a point in the game where like most side quests are just like go fetch this thing for me go kill this one monster for me and then all of a sudden they become like multi-tiered and you're like saving people and like doing like heart-wrenching stuff that probably should have been part of the main story but like it's a side quest <laughs> for some reason but it was a really good game do you think that they got right in this game what they didn't i loved 15 but i felt like the story lacked a lot do you think that they they kind of made up for it with this one i know like the way that you can experience the story in 16 is different than they've done in the past but so it does in a lot of ways story-wise feel like a redo of 15 um i really like 15 um but i know like a lot of the big complaints about 15 were like there were characters that you were definitely supposed to care about that you just did not like that was my it biggest did, Yeah, they did not hit the emotional beats. And I think this game definitely does um, hit a lot of emotional beats. Um, it's definitely got the coolest Sid, which is like... Oh, nice. <laughs> recurring character. <laughs> recurring yeah. character, yeah. In some different... Yeah, the last Sid was... Um... Just an old guy. Yeah. Well, in, oh, in this one? In, in 15, 15, he's just like an old mechanic. And then he doesn't really Wait, do anything. I thought it was... Wasn't it the, the girl? The, well, like the blonde she's Sid's daughter. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. Because I don't remember. And they they like yeah, messed up right. the localization of her name, so okay. she's supposed to be like Sydney, but they named her Cindy. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, that whole character was ridiculous. But I do, fifteen does hold a special place in my heart because I do really enjoy the game. But I, but yeah, I did not care about characters that I clearly should have. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, there oh, were a whatever. lot of characters where they're like. Everyone is sad now, and it's like, <laughs> oh, are we? No, I feel nothing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm someone that did not like 15, and I'm actually skipping 16 just because of the mostly because of the combat. And I heard some things about the story that I'm like, okay, I can probably just pet. That's the thing with Final Fantasy. There's always going to be a new Final Fantasy. There's always, there'll always be another one. Give it a couple of years, and uh, I skew more towards the original ones that I, I had those hold a special place for me so skipping this one and remake part two comes out early next year so yeah. so excited there's that i also did not like the seven remake oh, <laughs> i, I love the seven it. remake so good but so i, I good. might try the new i'll try the next one 
Maybe. I'll, well, I, I'll take heard, it out from the library. This was this was like what I had a crisis with when Alex and I were talking about like video game genres where everyone was like, oh, it's like an action game. And I, because of this reason, and I would be like, okay, but that's the same combat system as Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts is definitively like an RPG. Like you can't say that that's an action mm-hmm. game. And then it's like, so what? I don't know. Well, there's the genre of RPG and there's the genre of action RPG, which is shares it. You get the, I guess, the best of both worlds if you like both of those things. Yeah. And then there's turn-based RPGs, which uh, for me, that's kind of my jam. I like those more than action RPGs, uh, but they're also harder to come by in big tentpole video games these days. Especially with so you see them more of the old school, a retro. It's like a retro RPG movement now that you're seeing, where yeah. it's um, a 2D HD video game RPGs that are like much more going for that old school classic video game feel uh, RPG feel. Which those I feel like those are for more for me than like the modern uh, Japanese RPG games, yeah. like Chain Echoes. Yep, yep, that or um, Octopath Traveler, uh, games like those. I'm glad that they still exist because then you can have, you know, the big Kingdom Hearts style RPGs or Final Fantasy. They kind of turned that into that style now. But then the smaller games, I kind of appreciate those that more. So I'm glad there's both. And speaking of all of these, I heard that, well, I didn't know this until uh, my husband said it to me, but apparently Donald Duck was considered the strongest wizard in the Final Fantasy franchise up until this game. Yeah, well, now he's on par. So, because Donald Duck can cast Zeta Flare, and now Bahamut can also cast it. So, and he does in the game. So now they're they're on the same level. Yeah, (laughs) but I had had no idea (laughs) that Donald Duck was like it. And I guess he still is it. Really? Yeah, he just has some competition now. Yeah. Just want to throw that nugget in there. (laughs) Can I I talk about something that's not video games at all? As long as you're into it. (laughs) I am super into it. I guess it's kind of a a real-life video game, if you will. Um, Not interested. (laughs) I recently got into uh, fly fishing, which is I just started. I went for the first time last year. In the summer, uh, a friend of mine took me out upstate, and I've done it twice now this year. And it's something that it's just kind of funny. Like growing up on Long Island, a lot of people fish, but the majority of those people that fish, like ninety, I want to say ninety percent of those fish that fish, they do saltwater fishing, and uh, the spin casting is totally different from fly fishing. So I would just recommend getting out there and doing something in nature like fly fishing or other things so fly fishing on long island is hard uh there's really very limited amount of places you can go because a lot of times you do fly fishing on a river um there's other places you can do it like on a lake but you know the amount of rivers on long island are kind of limited so you do have to get off of long island every now and then to do it but i've just something that i've fallen in love with i'm reading books that I've taken out from the library on fly fishing. I've watched lots of YouTube to my family's chagrin. Have you read The Feather Thief? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's like a true crime book about 
um, this guy who steals um, a bunch of like bird pelts from the L- London Museum of Natural History. They're like Darwin's like original birds that he oh, okay. um, to make like the fly fishing. Oh, the the flies. Yeah, that that's because you use uh, feathers of some type to to yeah. look like a an actual fly to mimic that. Yeah, and apparently there's like tiers with which you can make you know like low and high premium okay. ones so he steals like all of these birds that are like premium for their feathers and then the book is just like trying to figure out who he who he is and why he mm. did it because he's just like selling them online like it's not a big deal i that sounds great <laughs> the feather thief <laughs> the feather thief all right i will definitely check that out yeah it's um it's one of these things where you know you have to like you have to invest in gear and and there's what level of gear this is like the video game component of it's like (laughs) do you want to do like easy gear like just you know basic gear do you want to spend like three hundred dollars on waiters or seven hundred dollars on waiters like i'll i'll go for the fifty dollar waiters thank you um so there's just it's a lot of fun it it like incorporates a lot of things that i love just nature um the bird Element is actually like, you're in nature. There's birds around you. What kind of birds are those? I don't know. Let me get my app and see if I can figure it out. Um, the fishing part is part of, like, it's definitely like, kind of, I've I've only caught a fish once, and it was a little guy, and the last I went on vacation recently and didn't see a single fish, but I still had fun doing it because it's just practice. Yeah, fishing, catching the fish is the least important part of fishing. Kind of. Yeah, um, it's, it's really just getting getting out there and and just uh you know you and maybe a friend and and just uh being in nature it's a lot of fun highly recommend two thumbs up two thumbs up (laughs) yeah i think uh i'm a little all over the place with my what am i into right now but uh i'm reading like several books at once which is kind of what i do anyway uh i feel like it's been more chaotic recently than normal um but a friend of mine is getting ready to uh release her first book so I read that it's I guess I'll do shameless plug it's called hunt for the roses um it's like a romance novel not for everybody definitely not for everybody but it was a great read um so if you're into that you might want to uh check it out it's coming out next month who's the Um, author uh Drea Scott and I was a arc reader for it so um but yeah I really enjoyed it I thought it was great um as like a debut what's the genre romance yeah i don't know how else to it's like um similar to like mia sheridan so it's uh like real life like it's not like fantasy like it's not like akatar but uh there's like a tragic event that happens like you know recovery from that and then finding love and all that so it was good i enjoyed it um and then i'm also reading uh this time tomorrow by emma straub which is a good beach read um and that's almost like a 13, uh, yeah, 13 going on 30. I th- is that the right? That's the name of that movie, right? Yeah. 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 So, like, the person is, like, present day, like, just turning 40, and then she goes back to 16, and I don't really know. Uh, you know, she relives, I guess, that year. Well, I just you. got back to the part where she goes back in time, and she's like, am I, like, in a coma? <laughs> uh, and she is not. Um and so I'm up to that point in that book, and then which isn't giving anything away. I'm just about done with Remarkably Bright Creatures, uh, and I forget the author for that one, but that was a really great read. Um, 
I'm in the last like 30 pages, so just about done. And then next up is The Housemaid, which is a thriller by Frida McFadden. Um, and I don't know anything about that besides it's like a murder thriller, so should be good. Everyone, uh, I'm reading that for my book club, and everyone that's read it so far said that I read it in a day, and it was great, and I loved it, and it was good. So. How do you read a book in a day? I don't know, because they have children. That. I don't have children, <laughs> and I can't even read a book in like three months. Yeah. Like, I'm the worst. But I also like am reading multiple books. Yeah, at you're the same reading time. six books so at the same time. I'm very much a mood reader. Um, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. You've all heard way too much about that from me. Um, looking forward to playing Final Fantasy 16. I've been trying to do one game at a time, especially since they're on different systems. Yeah, and I have um, the library copy. So I know, and I <laughs> was very sad when I saw that you had it first, but I also am not surprised. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to be the first one to put this on hold. And then I saw your name and I was like, no. <laughs> I buy them. <laughs> um, and what else have I been doing? I've been getting back into baking. Um, so I made like my first loaf of like sandwich bread, like regular, regular bread um, oh. that I've made in like five years. Hmm? Holy? No, but it was oatmeal. It was oatmeal, though. Uh, uh. It was healthy. It was healthy. I just used, but I did use bread flour, regular, no whole wheat. It's too, I have to work into that because the recipe was calling for bread. And if you use whole wheat, it absorbs more water. It's a whole, it's science. uh, Back in uh, COVID lockdown days, I made a couple loaves of a seven or 10 grain bread. That's awesome. It wasn't that hard. Highly recommend it. I was, I felt like my, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my experience during that whole time, like years of life, was that I used to do all these things before that time period, and then that time period hit, and I could not bring myself to do any of it. And now I'm just starting to get back into all of it. Like I used to bake bread every weekend. Like we did not buy bread from the store. We would eat the bread that I made. I would make like almost so much stuff from scratch. And uh, now I'm starting to get back into it, but I don't know if I could be as intense as I was then. But it's fun. It is fun. It's a good time, and you learn a lot of cool skills. Uh, and then I make things exactly how I like them, and I know what's in it, so it's kind of fun. Um, as much control as you guess you can have over what's in your food. Um, and yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Like exercising, I've been getting back into that again, so I'm kind of all over the place. I guess I'm just well rounded, doing life, <laughs> trying to uh, do all the things. It's a good thing to be into. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Not too much of one thing, just enough of everything. All right, I have one more thing to talk about. Uh, it's the opposite of life. I have no life. Uh, so I have a little bit of a show and tell. So listeners won't be able to see this, unfortunately, but I'll, I'll post a link so you can check it out in the show notes. So back in August of 2021, I pre-ordered something called the Playdate. And just a couple of weeks ago, it came in, and I have oh, wow. it here. It is a little video game console about the size of a deck of post-it notes it's a a retro black and white console and i love it it looks awesome it's a little yellow sweet little cool device with a crank on the side of it and what i've been doing every single night for the last since i got it uh has been play testing my game that i made oh fun so yeah which i i made a game for this device and i'm finally able to play it on the device it was intended to be played on so i've been at my computer every night, fixing code and finding bugs and tweaking it and adding things. And what what is the crank for? So yeah. 
Yeah. Is so that a mechanic or do you have to power it? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little, it's like, looks, imagine like a Game Boy with a little like fishing crank on mm-hmm. the side. So some games utilize it. So like, for instance, uh, I haven't been able to play the game, any other games because I've been so focused on my game. Um, so like one game, for instance, is called Cranky's Time Adventure where you can control time with the crank. So if you roll it, like crank it one way, it goes forward in time, crank the other way, it goes backwards in time. So it's a platformer where instead of like running left and right, you control time. You're always running to the right. Uh, so that's a fun game. There's another one, a surfing game where you're, it's kind of like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but if you're a surfer, so you use the crank to uh, control the direction of your board and you can do spins and stuff in the air. Um, there's another game where you're, it's kind of like uh, an old school Zelda game, but you're a photographer and you use the crank to like focus your camera. So it's used in different ways depending on the game. Um, so it's a quirky little fun device. Um, Did I, you release your game yet? or you're... It is released. Um, it's actually been out for a while, but now I, I'll update it. I have like a dev blog where I'll, I'll do, you know, anybody who's bought it, I'll say like, oh, you should re-download the game now because I fixed a whole bunch of bugs What's or the stuff. the name of the game? Uh, the game's called Pulpergeist. Pulp, like a pulp novel, and Geist, like a ghost. So you're a detective, like a noir detective, paranormal investigator sort of character investigating uh, a missing child case in a haunted manner. That's kind of the gist of the game. Um, it's kind of like a point-and-click point adventure game. Mm-hmm. So you're solving puzzles and kind of finding clues that will help you dig deeper into this case. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Can you play that game on other devices or just that device? You can. If you go to the Playdate website, you can actually download an emulator for the console and play it on anything, Mac, Windows, Linux, anything. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And while I've been coding every night, uh, I've been watching a YouTube series. Um, It's called the George Lucas Talk Show. Has anyone heard of it? No. No. Only from you. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So... It's a talk show in which uh, Connor Ratliff, who's a comedian, I talked about him on a previous episode. He does the podcast Dead Eyes. Anyways, he's a comedian, actor, and he plays George Lucas hosting a talk show. And he has different (laughs) guests on every week. And they talk about Star Wars mostly, but they talk about other things too. Uh, But what I've been watching is at the beginning of COVID, uh, they all work at like the UCB Theater in New York, like the Upright Citizens Brigade Improv um, theater, which shut down during COVID. So they did a 30-hour Star Wars movie marathon to raise money for the, the staff that was laid off. So I've been watching that from the beginning, and I'm almost like halfway through at this point. And it is so entertaining for many reasons. Like, one, they're funny. It's funny watching somebody dressed up in a fat suit, like as George Lucas, <laughs> pretending to be George Lucas. And he has like a, a very funny spin on the character of George Lucas. And then uh, he's joined by Griffin Newman, who's another comedian who's dressed up as Watto from Episode One. <laughs> if you're, dude, anyway, if you're an Episode One fan, you know who Watto is. <laughs> so he's wearing a blue suit with a fake nose and everything for thirty hours straight, which is incredible. But they have guests on every couple of hours, and they watch every live-action Star Wars movie in chronological order, and uh, it's hilarious. And it, you, it, it's funny because they're funny and they make jokes, but they're also losing their mind over the <laughs> like over the course of the stream. And uh, it's and it's interesting because it's taking place in like I think they recorded like April or May 2021, so it was like right when everything shut down. 2020. And 2020. Yeah, sorry. So they're talking about. Um, 
you know, like they're experiencing it like then and there. Like so it's interesting like hearing people talk about it. I don't know. Maybe I just have like a morbid fascination yeah. with it, but uh, it's interesting, like, half of the people are like, this is going to be over in a couple of weeks, like, you know, joking about it. And then, like, George Lucas is, like, the downer of, like, the episode because that's kind of, like, his character he plays. But he's just saying, like, this is going to be years and everything. And, like, he ends up being right. So, I don't know. It's really interesting to hear people talk about it, like, while it was fresh, like, still. A little piece of history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that's what I've been watching while I've been working on my game. So, I've been losing my mind while being around these people also mm. losing their minds. So it's been an interesting experience. Are you going to integrate the crank mechanics into your game? I think no, only because I want to be done with this game. I've been working <laughs> on it for like 18 months at this point, And I just, I'm at a point now where it's done. Like I have found every bug. I fixed every bug that I can think I can find. Um, I added an achievement system to the game. I wrote a, I'm writing a, guidebook for it right now so once i finish that i'm just gonna like put it away <laughs> at least in, unless at least until like somebody messages me saying i found a bug in your game i'll fix that but i've been putting way more time into this game than i ever thought i would so i'll be happy to just enjoy other people's games for a while <laughs> so yeah that's that's what i've been really into lately so impressive though i don't think i could have i could make a game like that it's i mean it's not it, it's not a Tears of the Kingdom. It's like a Game Boy game. So um, still, that's. But it gives me a new appreciation cool. for how much work goes into making a game. Like just this little Game Boy game, I've been working on for like eighteen months on and off. So it's like crazy. But yeah, that's what I've been into. All right. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you all yeah. for listening, and um, stay tuned for next episode. We're going to be talking. Oops, there goes my play date. Hope I didn't break it. I can't wait another two years for one. Um, the next episode, we're going to have some guests on talking about astrology, which is a new topic for me, so that should be interesting. Ooh. So check it out. Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.